Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah. Welcome to Should I Buy This Podcast, the show where I ask my girlfriend if it's okay to buy things. I'm Gavin, and I'm joined with my girlfriend, Jess. Hey, everyone. It's so sunny and bright today that we went for a walk. We are back from a long break. What was it, three weeks? Hey, I was bugging you to record, but you're like, I have nothing to buy. So, not me, you. Anyways, continue. First of all, I wasn't blaming you for us not recording. I know Jess is the one who wants to record every week, every day, if she could. Because Jess's shopping list is seemingly endless. Every day, there's a new thing she wants to buy. I no! I, I turn around, I see her browsing Gap or Aritzia on, on the computer. I, I look around again, she's on her phone browsing. Because it's on sale. Or something. I don't know. It's on sale. I don't buy it on full price. But these are things you wouldn't even consider buying if they... Like, like I feel like you see something on sale... And this is a very Asian mentality. And this is going to be in the theme because we're, we're still recording. We just made it at the end of May. We're still technically in Asian Heritage Month. And I know this is a very Asian mindset, I, I feel like. You, you see a deal and you have to get it. Even though you don't need or maybe you want it. But just because it's on sale, does it really mean you need to buy it? Well, that's the point. So I look at it. I think about it. It's in the basket, but I don't check it out. It's still on sale. It would have been a great deal, but I didn't buy it. Good restraint. Well, anyways, we are back from this long break. It's a sunny day, like Jess said. I hope everyone's enjoying the great weather wherever you are and and being safe out there. I know just because the weather is good doesn't mean we can all start gathering around, huddling with other people breaking social, physical distancing norms. Let's let's keep doing our part, but it doesn't hurt to go out, enjoy some sunshine as well. Speaking of the podcast, I want to give a quick update. I think two episodes ago, I suggested buying a mic stand and I ordered it on Amazon Prime. At the time, it took like two weeks to come. So right now, sitting in front of me is this beautiful mic stand I got for 30 bucks on Amazon. It's making the, the studio look really, really professional. At least one half of the studio because Jess is still using the the, the second Blue Yeti <laughs> mic with two books as a stand. What do you think of the mic stand, Jess? It fits you. You even have like cream for your skin. You have a little note from Haruka. Two water bottles. What are you talking about? Our audience can't see what's on the desk. I'm describing it to them. How does how does having random stuff on the desk? No, no, no. The way it's positioned, like if I can take a picture of the setup and how the mic is right in front of your face, and you have the laptop right there, so that you don't have the microphone right in front of the laptop, which is what I have right now because they're on top of books. What Jess is trying to say is that I look like a professional you could be a gamer i look like a i look like a guy who make some money do you think i should get a second one of these for the other mic or is it is it okay i'm okay one half of the studio looks really good the other half (laughs) is like 
a microphone on two books. Jess's table on the other side of the room is is like shorter than mine. It's it's uneven. It's look all I'm saying is it's just looking really professional at my half of the studio. And you know, I've been using this mic stand for a while. It's it's been pretty good. It moves easily. So I think it's a really good purchase. I was I was kind of hesitant with buying the mic stand when we talked about it in the episode, but overall, I think it's a really good purchase. Um speaking of following up with previous episodes, what happened with the Mother's Day spatula, Jess? It did arrive one day after Mother's Day. So now, well, I did end up buying your mom a different spatula, but I'm going to use the spatula that I bought online for Christmas and just give it to your parents. If our listeners recall, Jess ordered a spatula for 50 bucks with the shipping, basically from Zwilling to give to my mom for Mother's Day. That was ordered two weeks before Mother's Day. And of course, it arrives the day after Mother's Day. So Jess, you're telling me in a frenzy of desperation, you bought you bought a second spatula because you thought the Zwilling one wouldn't come in time, right? No, well, my mom actually showed me a picture of it. And she's like, do you want me to pick it up for you? And I'm thinking, well, it could be a backup because the Mother's Day one that I did order didn't come in time. So you're saving the Zwilling spatula, which was originally supposed to be for Mother's Day. You're saving that for Christmas now. Yeah, why not? It's a nice gift. Yeah, it is. My mom's going to be like, why do I keep getting spatulas? (laughs) Because I don't know what else to give them. Okay. And let's continue on with more recaps. Last episode, which seemed like an eternity ago, I wanted to buy a laptop stand I could not find one in my budget. Every good laptop stand seemed to be like $60. And as of now, I just can't justify spending $60 on a little little metal frame for propping up my laptop. With $60, I can buy two more of these mic, mic stands I'm using. So I'm going to consider it. I'll, I'll keep my eye out. If something good does come up, I'll, I'll get it, but I think my budget for a laptop stand is probably 30, maybe ideally 20 bucks even, but judging on the market, I don't think it's even possible. No, you can't, unless you make it yourself. Like out of... Anything. Bricks? Books? No. Two books like the mic, you're, like the mic stand you have now? Yeah, well, assuming that we're slowly phasing into phase two, phase two of... Reopening? Reop- yes. So that means we can go to the libraries, maybe, and you can print out your own stand or you can buy supplies from Home Depot and make it yourself. Go to Michael's craft store, DIY it. That might be cool. Printing out a laptop stand on a 3D printer. I did that. That was one of my school projects. How did that go? The project was around, um, what did they call it? Interlocking. The pieces so there was no glue involved like all the pieces had to join together by interlocking and we made a lot of pieces what was the material plastic you still have it i could use a laptop stand right now no because if i kept every single project from uni then my parents basement would be full of stuff so you just threw out a perfectly good laptop stand all right no <laughs> Hey, yo, you can redesign stuff, you know? It's not like 
hard to do. Okay. What about you? You wanted to buy shampoo last week. Tsubaki. So the shampoo bottle in the bathroom that contained mysterious blue shampoo magically refilled. So I didn't buy Tsubaki shampoo. <laughs> Shout out to my mom for refilling my bottle of shampoo. <laughs> See, that's the benefit of of staying at home. The mysterious unbranded shampoo gets refilled as of magic. But then you want to try it because you wanted. You wanted the Asian shampoo. No, yeah, yeah. I do want to try Subaki shampoo. I'm hoping for a sale at Shoppers soon. Like I'm checking the flyers every week. Head and shoulders go on sale. Herbal essence, Garnier. And you don't Pantene. want that Western shampoo. That that's yeah. not for us. No, so I'm waiting to see Subaki, and I'm also low key looking out for salt bath salt. Why do you want bath salt? So I can take a bath with the salt. Well, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so- relaxing. <laughs> okay. okay, sounds good. Let's jump into the next part of the show. You know, you're an adult when. So my brother and his his wife, my sister in law, just came over recently, and she is halfway through the pregnancy, right? So you know, you're an adult when you're going to be. An uncle? You have to be the role model for the new baby that's gonna be born. I feel like when you have the title, don't get me wrong. I'm, I think I'm already an uncle with relatives in Hong Kong, but with me being in Canada, it's it's sort of like they don't even. It's like I might as well not exist. Oh, like I'm okay. a I'm a terrible uncle who never visits. But with that aside, this whole idea of being an uncle really reshifts. Your life's focus, like does it hit you hard? Like things are changing. You like know? what? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Like, and do that's you part feel of being, it? That's part of being before the adult. It happening, like before it you actually unreal. even see it. It feels unreal, but seeing my sister-in-law really put things into perspective. Like this is going to be really soon. Baby's expected in September, and I don't know how to feel. Not that I don't I don't know I don't feel like I'll I'll be I'll be you know like doing too much I'm not gonna be like raising this kid or something so maybe it'll change when the when the kid is actually born but then it's also a thing like you know you're an adult when when this is happening and like it's an oxymoron you can't be an uncle and not an adult you know you're 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 automatically an adult mm-hmm. when you're an uncle. There's no one thinking like, oh, that's an uncle, but still acting like a kid. But I feel like with this generation, our generation, especially, like, like I'm looking at my some of my some of my friends, and I don't think they, you know, like, no way we consider them uncles. Probably same way as how some of my friends might look at me, like, oh, this guy's an uncle now. Like this guy's an uncle. That's that's old. I wouldn't say old, but you would have to carry a different weight and responsibility, and maybe you're more mature and understanding of different people's needs. I'm very mature and understanding. Yeah, but you now are. Now I have to take it to the next level. Yeah, because this kid is gonna like go up to you and be like, "Uncle Gavin, ice cream, hold See, me." But what do you do though? Do you give the kid ice cream? And uh, be the cool know. uncle. Are you going or to? Or if the parents are like, "Don't give the kid ice cream," then you can't give them ice cream. Or, you know, is it? It's the cool uncle, get favor of kids. Or 
be a stingy uncle, but listen to what the parents say. Well, what do you want to be? That's the path, you know. As as every uncle knows, there's a path you go down. It's like good or evil. I think that <laughs> I think that's something I'll need to discover going forward into the future. They already know the gender, so does that make it a bias or anything? No. You sure? I don't think so. Are you positive? What does knowing if it's a guy or a girl? What what difference would that make? Okay, well, you? first you do know for a yeah. fact it's a girl. Because it's a girl, you would do different things than if it was a boy. Like what? You would be more inclined to take her to bakery stores or cake shops. Whereas if it was a guy, you'd probably take him to like a Blue Jays game. No one's going to a Blue Jays game anytime (laughs) soon. Let's just put that out there. Unless there's some VR virtual goggles. I don't think anyone's going to a basketball game, a Blue Jays game, anything. NBA starting soon. Restarting. There's going to be no fans. Like, no fans are going to be there. I don't know. I think how you treat them. Like, like, why can't a girl go to a Blue Jays game? No, she can. Of course. I don't know. I just don't see what you're getting at. If it's a boy, I'm not going to take him to a bakery. Why would I, <laughs> why would I bring anyone to a bakery? <laughs> Relax. Take me to a bakery. Okay, you want to go to a bakery. Okay. We get it. Um, let's jump into the main section of the podcast. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? About being an adult? Anything. Before we jump into the main the main goodness of the podcast. Um, you know when you're an adult when you wake up early before your boyfriend and you cook him breakfast and prepare lunch. <laughs> and when he wakes up, it's like, oh, there's food. Thanks, babe. Yeah, no kids doing that. Yeah, you know you're an adult when you do that. Yeah. So for me, on the opposite side of that, I guess I'm not an adult because I don't wake up early and do that. I'm just the guy on the receiving end of that, of all that stuff you just said. Yes, you are. That's a good quiche you made this morning. Yeah, it was. Compliments to the chef. All right. Jess, what do you want to buy this week? That I haven't bought. <laughs> Before this podcast, or a couple days ago, I ended up buying some products from Sephora, and I'm going to be trying out Milk's Cannabis Eyelash Extension. What? Serum. So it grows your lashes naturally over a period of time, and the base ingredient is hemp. And I also bought some acne products. Hold on, hold on. What does the cannabis have to do with making your eyelashes grow? It's natural. It's a natural formula serum. And it says that it promotes the growth of lashes. Does it get you high? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like your eyes eyes start turning red. That would be an interesting topic to explore, though. It's like, oh, should we buy some cannabis and get high? But... For the listeners out there, I'm a... GB. I'm a GB. <laughs> I'm a good, good boy. Well, is that, what is that what you mean? No. Jess just wants to get high. I just want to try it because we couldn't do it in Japan, and it was released when we were in Japan. Like it became legalized. There's nothing wrong with cannabis. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't have the desire to try it. Okay. If you want to go get hot hot box, then. 
in your car or something? No, not in my car. It smells. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you gonna do it? Not not in this studio. You're not doing. You're not smoking weed outside. In, you in this eat. Studio. You eat it in like a brownie form or something. Okay. Like that. You're gonna do it outside and wander around the streets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would eat the brownie inside. Yeah. Just in case I have some side effects, because yeah. I don't know. So what was that about outside? Going outside. And then you go outside. Like if you're smoking it, yeah, go outside. Don't do it indoors. Okay, well, anyways, this week. What do you want to get this week for this episode? The Toronto Zoo drive through pass. And what is that? You buy a ticket online from the Toronto Zoo and you drive with your car inside the zoo. So it's kind of like the African lion safari concept, but Toronto Zoo style. So I'm on the website. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Zoo has has been closed for a while because of COVID. Yeah. And in response to that, they've unveiled this new scenic safari from the comfort of your own car. Take a drive on the wild side. Looking to get out of the house for a safe adventure? Now you can with our new Toronto Zoo scenic safari. Take a tour around the zoo from the comfort of your own car with your very own zookeeper commentary to learn about animals you pass through the variety of zoo geographic areas. It looks like, uh, yeah, you bring your own car. Mm-hmm. Vehicle dimensions must not exceed 7 feet high or 9 feet wide. Ooh, I need to check that. Your car is not 7 feet high. Relax. No, no, no. I meant wide. The wide part. Your car is not 9 feet wide. Relax. (laughs) Okay. Safari patrons will not be allowed to leave their car at any point during the safari. Washrooms will only be available prior to safari Ooh, that sucks the tour is approximately 45 minutes long and you can listen to a guided audio tour during your scenic safari through wild for life podcast so toronto zoo is jumping on the podcast game well they did the youtube game the zoom game we saw the youtube video that i wanted to see and then you just started to watch it because i was watching it yeah, the Toronto Zoo had uh, had like a Zoom virtual tour. Like a camp. The other day. Yeah, they had a camp on Saturday and Sunday last week. Prices. So it's a price per car. Mm-hmm. But it depends how many passengers are in yeah. there too. Car with two or less occupants. $44 for non-members, which is us. 32 for members. Car with three or more occupants. 59 for non-members. 47 for members. So if we went, it would be $44 because we're a car with two or less occupants as non-members. I mean, theoretically, if you went to the zoo, like if we went to the zoo on like a pre-COVID basis, then you would have to pay for parking, which is about $10, plus the adult fee, which I believe now is 28 per person. So you save a bit of money. A bit by driving through. But remember, this is a 45-minute tour. I didn't know it was going to be that short. Like, I mean, that's a long time. You're just driving along. Isn't that a long time? Is, I guess how, so. How long do you expect a safari tour to be? That's true, because there's no washrooms. But 
before COVID happened, like you can just leisurely take your time. You can take like four hours, half a day, a whole day at the zoo. So and that would make it justifiable for the $28. But now with the different kind of mindset, is it now better to be confined in your own car because it's safe and you know it's safe and you know what you've done? $44 for a 45-minute tour, basically a dollar a minute. Okay, I see. They so there's a map. To... There's a, on the website, there's a map. First of all, you drive through the Indo-Malaya area. Yeah. Looks like there's a rhino there. Yep. Then you drive through the Africa area. Mm-hmm. I think there's a giraffe, some zebras, some monkeys, lions. All the, all, you know all these animals. These basic What's animals. the rare one? What rare one? Like, are the pandas on that route? Uh, hold on. So after Africa, after Africa, it's the Americas. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Tundra Peak. Mm-hmm. And then Eurasia. Please note, Scenic Safari is currently sold out. Like, <laughs> forever? New dates, tickets will become available soon. Please keep watching for details. Oh. Well, should and we consider that one weekend? Should we do a safari trip? Please note tickets must be pre-purchased and advanced online before arrival uh, as this is a time-ticketed experience. Makes sense, yeah. It's kind of like the Studio Ghibli museum. Mm -hmm. Whenever I go to the zoo as like a normal walking tour, always 75% of the animals are not visible. That's just me. (laughs) Like the bear is hiding behind a tree. The lion is inside the rock tunnel, the cave. I mean, the rock tunnel, the cave. But think about it. The like, zebra. Like, you see, like, a zebra. I'm like, okay. The striped horse. That's pretty cool. And then, like, a hundred flamingos. But, like, the cool animals, like, they're, they're never there. So then, I, I would be disappointed to drive through this safari and not see, like, a lion. Because it's, like, hibernating in the cave well think about it this way since the animals haven't been around humans for over a few months now maybe they've come out of their environment and they're more or they're less shy maybe but i think having hundreds of cars drive through their house like like they're living in a freeway basically it's like Yeah, but that's how the zookeepers get around. Yeah, I guess. I I wonder if they rearrange the habitats. I don't I don't think no, they, they have that much time. That's a lot of think, money. Yeah, I don't think they have that's that much time to money. do that. Time and money. So that's just my like possible con for going to the the scenic safari is like half the animals aren't even out there. Or maybe we're not even seeing like fifty percent of the animals in the zoo. Yes, like the whole roster of animals. Well, that would be hard to fit in 45 minutes. Absolutely. They're only putting their big stars here. Well, they better have a good lineup. I don't know. I'll consider it for a weekend trip. Do you think 44 bucks is is worth it? Well, 28 times 2 plus 10 plus tax. Right, but you said... $20 $20 for the normal entry fee, that's for I know, the but whole you experience. have to think about 
the mentality of safety and do you want to be interacting with other people in this state where we're still kind of like level one going to level two opening another question do you even want to go to the zoo like period because i get this is a whole novel idea of driving around the zoo but if the zoo was open would you want to go to that regardless or is it only because this is an experience of driving through the zoo that you want to go well before covid i would have lined up for free tickets at the toronto library and wake up at like four to guarantee my spot to get free zoo tickets what do you mean line up at four okay so the toronto public library has a system where they give out tickets to different attractions and museums it goes by the number of tickets they have in stock Usually for Toronto Zoo, there's only two. AGO, there's two. The Beto Museum, there's two, etc. What do you mean, like two? Like two tickets only at that library for, on that for, Saturday. So the first person gets the two tickets. Well, it depends what they want to bid for, but 100% the zoo is always the first to go. So that's why to guarantee your spot, you need to be like the first or the second person in line. So I've seen people wake up earlier than four o'clock to just wait in line for zoo tickets, for free zoo tickets. So yeah, I would have gone because I would have lined up to get free zoo tickets. I guess the question is, would you have went if you paid? Mm. I guess it's one thing if it's free. And if I it's went not with really a group. free. It's like you have to wake up. You have to work for it. If but I, if you have to pay for it. If I went with a group, say if I went with my family or my cousins, if it was like a planned outing, then yeah, I would. Okay, yeah. So I think I think it's worth checking out. I mean, we can ask our friends if they're not afraid of getting in our car or something, and then we could split it. Yeah, car with three or more occupants. Because is as long as it's three or more, right? So you can have a full car, so five people, and divided that. Yeah, but who's gonna want to sit in a middle seat in the back while you're we're going through the safari? Like you, you can't see anything. Yeah, you can. You just lean over, but that's <laughs> not a. The two-meter social distance thing. Okay, anyways, what do you want to buy this week? This week, it's not something I want to buy, but I do want to suggest this. I sent you a link to this a few weeks ago. It's called the My Roadcast Podcast Contest. So Rode is a big microphone brand. They do audio stuff as well. And apparently, you know... I'm always doing research on podcasting and microphones and stuff. So, of course, Instagram hits me with one of these sponsored ads telling me about this road, the My Roadcast contest. Essentially, what it is is you have to submit a one to two minute long podcast uploaded on Anchor, which is what we normally do for SIBT podcast anyways. And it's going to be in the contest for a chance to win a lot of great podcasting gear. A lot of these thousands of dollars equipments or tools which will bolster the production of SIBT podcast and any other audio we want to do in the future. So the My Roadcast contest, what I want to talk with you about, Jess, is should we submit a short one to two minute podcast for this contest? Well... The first day when you told me about this, 
I took out my book and I wrote out as many ideas as I could for a two-minute clip. One so, to two minutes. So the answer is yes. This is gonna be very, very short. Like someone like me who likes to go on off random tandems, tangents, tandems, tangents, tangents. Two minutes is gonna be boom, 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 boom. Yeah, concise, but man. It's gonna be. It's gonna basically be scripted. No. Oh yeah. No. Two minutes. I can't even get half a story out. Okay, well, you have to be very thoughtful and very um that word word you have to <laughs> that word <laughs> no okay look you just have to feel the story and then it'll just come out you don't need to think about it you just look at the digital clock and as long as you're under the two minutes you're fine not only is audio important they're also looking for the audio effects like sound effects how you're introducing the show how you're incorporating your your brand into the show right like this can be an interesting feature where we long term add it to the sibt podcast like theme yeah. or topic yeah. like it's an interesting venue like i think it's a nice way to approach podcasting if you're new or if you're still in the game and you're like running out of ideas it's like what content should i produce two minute bite-sized clips so this is what the contest is looking for. The judging criteria for my roadcast is simple. We're looking for podcasts with big ideas. Your entry can be on any topic in any style. It can be a condensed version of an existing podcast, a teaser for a longer podcast, or a snappy show. We'll be looking for podcasts that are creative, original, engaging, and leave us wanting more. We'll be judging the production of each podcast, audio quality, editing skills, use of music, and sound effects, flow, and delivery. Let's do it. Let's get some free products. So listeners on SIBT, be sure to keep subscribed. I don't care where you're listening from. Anchor, Spotify, all those other random subsidiaries, Anchor, post this pod. I don't know where you're listening to this to, but stay tuned. Because we'll have a little two-minute podcast coming out soon. And if you're a listener, if you're a fan of the show, uh, you'll definitely want to hear this and be part of history. Woot woot. Okay, let's, let's wrap up the show with our final segment. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we're in May, still in Asian Heritage Month. We got to represent. Quick buys topic this week is Asian Heritage Month. What kind of items are you buying to rep the Asian brothers and sisters out there? Off the top of my head, super simple, I would rep the culture of food. I don't know if you've noticed, bamboo leaves are on sale. And they are on sale because next month is the Dragon Boat Festival, which is interesting because I don't know how they're going to host that. Maybe some like digital clicking? Clicking? on the laptop and they're gonna be like who can click the most on their team <laughs> to make their boat go across the river i don't know so i'm looking forward to making dong so what is that for the listeners who don't know bamboo leaves that has that's it's wrapped. a rice it's a rice ball it's a sticky rice that's ball wrap, uh, wrapped in bamboo leaves yes 
Do you know why we eat it with the Dragon Boat Festival? So the story behind it is there was this bro who sunk to the bottom of the river. I forgot his name. His name is Bro. No! His, he has a name. And he sunk to the bottom of the river. And then the people's like, oh, let's throw some food. And they threw dong. They wanted to throw food so the fish wouldn't eat his corpse. Oh, okay. I thought like it was a, for him. <laughs> it was a decoy tactic. Like, don't eat this bro's corpse. Throw in... He throw must have been these, holy. Throw in these rice balls wrapped with bamboo leaves so the fish don't eat the corpse. Uh, for me, Asian Heritage Month is really simple. Something, something Jess and I represent all the time. Now, this isn't like traditional Asian Heritage Month, but I think we should all get some bubble tea and enjoy this godly drink which brings all Asians together. So are you gravitating gravitating to a brand or a shop? I don't know where you are in the world, but if you're listening to this and it's still May, even if it's not May, you know, if you're listening to this right now, go to your nearest bubble tea shop and get a drink and support the Asian people. Local business. I think all bubble tea shops are like, the ones in here are all big yeah (laughs) they're pretty big (laughs) so So, yeah so yeah um are you implying that we're gonna get some bbt after this show that's why we're ending the show right now unless you have anything to say bye bye all right (laughs) thanks for listening to sibt podcasts again we have the website the instagram we have not updated the instagram in a long long time well we're gonna be updating it with a bubble tea post in asian heritage month that's sibt.ca. That's both the website and our Instagram page. And keep an eye out if we do this two-minute podcast. If you're already listening to this, you already know where to find us. So I don't need to say anymore. We're going to have a lot more SIBT content in the future. So stay tuned and stay safe. See you around. Have a great weekend. Well, you know, they might not be listening to this on a weekend. So. Have a great day. Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah.